Yeah, almost good enough to inspire me to watch your Insta stories. Beautiful dick. You know who I bet has a hideous dick? Bill Clinton. those tiny desk concerts yeah, the, that they have they can be they can be pretty awesome i saw because i follow npr on instagram and i haven't checked it out yet but there's one with um big daddy kane big daddy kane doing tiny desk uh, yeah he's doing my tiny favorite desk. one was uh running the jewels like last year was so funny. good when, and he and uh what's his name's sipping lp's sipping his whiskey the whole time um that is tremendous i gotta check it out um yeah, check Speaking out. of Big Big Daddy Kane, this yeah. weekend, uh, I, I just have a couple of Big Daddy Kane songs in, in my phone. And it, I happened to, like, it came on shuffle, and I was like, oh, let me give this a shot. It was Pimpin' 80 Easy. Yeah. And my God, you forget, like, what kind of levels of homophobia existed. Like, he's like, can't have no faggots and, like, yeah. stuff like that. And you're like, oh, Jesus. And, like, I think he might have advocated killing gay people. It was... It's like, oh, Big Daddy. This yeah. is this is gonna be a tough one for me to listen to. I again. know. It's yeah. It was a different time. Like we're we're more more woke these days. Can can yeah. should this just be? Are we just doing the show? I guess we're just doing the People show. People get confused though when they. Oh yeah, real good guys. You yeah, forgot to like, intro I, it. I know I suck at editing. I know ah, it, like fuck it. The, the technical, as many have stated, hold on, use it. The tech, the technical side of this pursuit is not my strong suit. I will admit that. So I'll just let you know that prior to starting, Ed and I, Ed Daly and I have a co- typically have a conversation. We greet each other. We're in different sides of the country, and sometimes it's just kind of interesting. So we're talking about Big Daddy Kane. I'm just going to leave that in. And now, now we'll start the show right now. There we go. So, hello and welcome. All the stuff you heard before now, I meant for you to hear. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 208, 208, I believe that's right, of the BallerLifestyle.com, or the Baller Lifestyle podcast from the BallerLifestyle.com. Thank you very much for joining the show, for being part of our world, for being our mate. You guys are the best we love you don't spoil the bachelor for me though fyi there's a time zone thing here it hasn't started on my on the west coast where i am and i don't i don't want to know what what happens or else i would read our good friend reality steve's show joining me now you heard him earlier because i wanted you to hear him earlier i left that part in that i usually snip like ed daly's balls of course, that is Ed Daly I'm talking about, and I'm speaking to. He joins us now. Hey, Ed. Hello. How Edward. are you? I've been meaning to call you Edward. I don't know if it's going to stick. That's right. You said yeah, that's, that's going to be my moniker. I already fucked um, it up. You know, once again, I feel just a little bit slightly compelled. Uh-oh. You're going to get political? To defend old Donnie Trump. Oh, really? Once again, once again, and the last time I did it, I regretted it, but- the of all the insults you could throw at this guy, 
the people love go- calling him President Bone Spurs. Like, does everybody remember the Vietnam War? Like, you did whatever you needed to do to get out of that fucking war. It was yeah. a complete trash war. It was a trash war from LBJ and Nixon's, you know, like both parties, both fucked it up. It was a terrible, terrible war. And the minute troops left, it was like, okay, now we're going to be communists. So that was all a big waste of time, right? And, like, he's he's a, I have my feelings on the president are very clear. But, like, I don't know. There's so many things you could gripe with him avoiding the war. Like, tons of people tried to avoid that war. Yeah. Terrible, terrible war. Dick Cheney, Bill Clinton. What did the, you do? The college deferment was the way to go. Yeah, my my dad was able to defer until I think he graduated seventy, and then he immediately uh, joined the Marines, like reserves. He was in the Marine Reserves, and then oh. like they made they made him like stuff envelopes until like nineteen eighty five. Oh no, really? Oh, like, so he he would have to go like a like a couple he, weekends. A yeah, month he had or something. To, he had to do the whole Paris Island thing, but then like, yeah. you know, the war was over in what, 74 or whatever yeah. it was. And then he still had to do a couple weekends a month, month of like, you know, stuff like he was in the reserves, but, um, but yeah, I mean, just, yeah. it was just a trash war. So yeah. like, you know, I don't blame anyone for using whatever no. connections they could to get out of it. Trump's the man. Fuck Vietnam. I for sure would not have gone to meet Vietnam and I would have had more chance of going obviously because I was poor because that's what we do. Right. Uh, but the, but, um, I lost my train of thought and then deferments. Fuck Vietnam. Cheney. Uh, Vietnam. Cheney. Oh, I was talking to somebody one time and I was like, wait, I'm like, you were in the service during Vietnam. And the guy's like, yeah. And I'm like, um, he's like, yeah, I just, I signed up out of high school or whatever. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, but that was during Vietnam. And he's like, yeah. And I go, but you didn't, you, you didn't go to Vietnam. And he's like, no, I was uh, stationed in Germany. And I'm like, that's a good gig. And I'm like, what, how come you didn't go? And he's like, I don't know. My number didn't get called. They didn't, they didn't send me there. And I'm like, do you ever think about that? And he's like, uh, no, not really. I don't know. I was there. I would be I thinking about gone. that every moment. Yeah, like, <laughs> like there's a pretty good chance they're going to send you over to get shot at. And um, it didn't happen. The, the, you know, they had that, like, lottery on TV. And it was like, all right, if you're in the, if you're number, like, they did this these ping pong balls or something, and, like, one through 365. Yeah, and so like May seventeenth might have been three thirty, and you you're good. But like some people, it was like, oh, I'm twelve, so I'm definitely going to war. Like just watching that on TV, I can't Awful. imagine that. Yeah, I remember reading that book about Jim Morrison um, when I when I was younger, and just him like going like getting his number called because he dropped out of UCLA, and so his number came up, and he got called in, and he took like every kind of acid and speed and just tried to have every fucking drug possible <laughs> in his system at the time. And he went in and they took one look at him and they're like, no, you're good. Nope. We don't need him. Yeah. My, my grandfather, my, who, my grandfather who fought uh, for the Marines in world war two, he did every, you know, every connection he could to get my dad into this reserve group. So yeah. he wouldn't have to go over like, he was nobody loved being a marine more than that, but like Vietnam was was trash. It yeah. was just, it was a completely pointless war. And by the way, 
Not, not this Took, isn't a, taking the hard stance of anti-Vietnam tonight. This isn't a political show. Obviously, we play it right down the middle. But um, history is going to look back at whatever the fuck is going on in Afghanistan and Iraq right now, and say the exact same yeah. fucking thing. Like you, you, you love right. America. You support the troops. Bring them home. Then that's the way you support them. Right. Yeah. Get them the fuck out of where yeah, I don't they want shouldn't them to die. be. Yeah, fuck that. Right. Get the fuck out of there. Let those motherfuckers deal with it. Anyway, um, what's going on? Anything else, Ed? No, that's it. Just... I don't. I don't know if this is going to come up later, but okay. it's something I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. And I just feel I'm starting to feel a lot of pressure. To go see Black Panther, I I am too. But I see I see so many movies now with Movie Pass, so I I assume I'll just go to it. But uh, I learn my lesson. I thought I thought Wonder Wonder Woman was of all these superhero movies, yeah. it was all right. But I think a big part of it was I was insanely attracted to Wonder Woman. So hot, so but hot. A, a buddy of mine who saw Black Panther, he's like, you know, it's not, it shouldn't be a surprise. Black Panther was like. Uh, a million other superhero movies. Like, right, see? See? Okay, that's all I need to know. That's all I need like, to know. Yeah. I, I like that it ex- exists. It's ridiculous sure. that we've only had white guys playing superheroes. 100%. But at the same time, like, superhero movies are a genre that I don't give a shit about. Fuck no. Fuck no. It's the same plot every single time, and I hate it. Yeah, and, and it becomes this CGI mess at the end. Yeah, I mean, oh. every one. I'm always super bummed that I go to him. I'm always really disappointed, and I'm always well, like, you, I'm not doing you that. You went again. to Thor Ragnarok, so you it's really because people were saying it was funny. Deep. They're like, it's not like they're like, oh, it's so funny. It's not like yeah. a not like a normal comic book movie. It's not like the other uh, rest of the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. It is. I. By the way, I saw a movie that you gave a tepid review like two months ago, uh, and it kind of goes into one of our, our our voicemail, but I had to kill some time near an Apple store. Yeah. And I, I went to a, like a local New York City theater and they were like playing like one art movie I'd never heard of and Lady Bird. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I'll check out Lady Bird. It's supposed to be all great. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. No. I didn't like the characters. Yeah. It's okay. Like it wasn't. I mean, it's fine, know. but like yeah. people were really into that one. Um, what's her name? Lori Metcalf. She might win an Academy Award. She's a fantastic actress. She's a great actress, but like the main character, you're not really liking her. No. She's not. She's Lady not Bird. a likable person. No. I just, um, yeah, she like fucks over her friends. She has, she has a high school experience that like a lot of girls have. So that's right. cool to see. Like that's, that probably spoke And to high a lot school of girls kind of suck. Yeah, they do. Big time. Like their personalities are not good. And families are depressing. I get it. It's just yeah. didn't like really break new ground for me. Sorry, you're poor. Yeah, same. Hey, remember last week somebody emailed us and it, or voice left a voicemail? Yeah. yeah, super creepy. So he called back. Do you want to, should we listen to it? Sexy Rexy. Yeah, see uh, that part. That part unnerves me because he's given himself a name and it's super creepy. And he had he had a pretty creepy voice. So I'm a little 
I'm yeah, a he sound his voice sounds exactly like an old client of mine who picked up a hooker on a business dinner <laughs> that I was at. And then he tried to pretend he was sick. Like he did, you know, when like people like call in sick and they're not sick and they give the fake cough. Yeah. Like we saw him hitting on this hooker at the bar, like while we were at the the other side of the the room and at a table. Yeah. And then he starts going, you know, like, I think I got to, I think I had to call, I called a night. And we're like, oh, because I hope you're healthy enough to have sex with that hooker you just picked up. But like everybody had to pretend because, you know, he had the potential to spend some real money. In bonds, so you're right. Just like, okay, well, I'll feel better. He Hope was, everything's going well. He was, we'll just he was a whale. Your assistant, yeah, yeah. He, he's, but he sounds exactly like sexy Rexy. Okay, well, so maybe that's maybe, him. Maybe it's the same. Maybe that's what he's calling to tell us. Okay, let's check in. Here, here's a, a recap, or here's a the response from last week's hang up by someone called Sexy Rexy. This is Sexy Rexy from New Mexico, and uh, I'm the one that called last week. But I had to uh, put the phone down because I was about to go postal on the Apple worker who was. So um, I'll, there's a couple things. He sounds pretty scary, and he mm-hmm. uses and he uses he's using the archaic term "go postal." But I feel like he has potential right. for that. Like it's not. I'm a little worried. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Going postal, like, is a term that existed with Z Cavaricis. Like, right. That was right. A, a very specific, like, 1991 type term. Yeah. Which, if you're using that phrase, you probably have the potential to be unhinged. And, right? and it's kind of probably not fair to the postal service because my guess is that there have been more anything shootings than shootings at post offices. Like there's definitely yeah. been Yeah, more you could say I'm just going college. white guy now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just going I'm, I'm, just go- going, I'm going white guy. Going white guy. Okay. Let's see what else he has to say. Me in. So now with your iPhone being throttled, you have to spend 15 minutes to check in to the store. Then once your name gets called, you give them their phone to get the battery replaced, and then they tell you it's going to be another three hours. So what am I supposed to do in the mall for three hours? I mean, I already hit up Wetzel's Pretzels twice. Mm. Okay. I went to the... uh, little teeth whitening kiosk where they shine that blue laser on your grill. I is, did that. Is that a thing at malls? Yeah. I was wondering that too. I didn't, I would never let I'd never heard that. of that. That's a, that's a dental no. procedure. That's a dentist. Right. I go to the dentist for stuff like as that. As far as I knew at malls, the kiosks are only like direct TV and, um, and iPhone cases. I didn't know yeah, and like were... emoji pillows, like trash yeah. that you can't imagine somebody would buy. Yeah, like getting your face printed on a garment. Something like there that. There was like a good, there. yeah, there was a good like 10 straight Christmases that I got. Uh, I would give Michelle a, a t-shirt with my face on it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And I just kept just like a real close up. And it was always like these confused... Like befuddled Korean couple, like that, we were taking the pictures and like, well, do you want to back up? And I'd be like, no, 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 yeah. like really, 
just my head. I want my head on a T-shirt. That's really funny. Then, yeah. then after we had funny like that. After, after, yeah, after we had kids, like it just kind of over it. I died down. I don't That's know. I just I stopped. I stopped giving that gift. But maybe I should revise it. That's still revive funny. it, not revive. Either. Um, let let's let's let Rexy finish her. Real. I did that, and now I still got a half hour to kill. So the only thing left is to go to the chiropractor uh, kiosk where I'm either going to leave feeling great or a quadriplegic. It, it's kind of risky, but, you know, what else am I going to do? So that's it. That's all I got. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, take care now. Peace. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like this. I kind of like where he was going. Yeah. But, again, I didn't, I didn't know there's a chiropractor i know they they sometimes have the shiatsu M- massage, massage people like yeah. you put your but that but not chiropractor um but doesn't pretty much every mall doesn't have a movie theater near yeah you do. if you have three hours yeah, just like, leave you're not like tied to the mall right if they're working on your car at the mall that's one thing right but like they're working on your phone just go just go do something else there's nothing there's nothing productive i mean he said he went he went to Wetzel's Pretzels twice. Like that's that's, I mean that stuff is delicious, but you don't need to eat it twice. Now, now I know that Apple, and many of you may know that I'm deeply considering switching from the iPhone to the Google Pixel. That would be my choice of phones if I switch from the iPhone. I, I just got a new iPhone, so it's probably not going to happen. But I'm still thinking about it. B. I know that because of the throttling, they're giving people a deal at the Apple store on new batteries. Yeah. But. Yeah, $29 battery. Right. So the thing is, is that I have done much damage to many iPhones and as has, as has another person that may or may not be connected to my phone plan. And, Mm -hmm. um, there are places you can go that will do the same thing that the Apple store does with the same parts for much less. Especially if you live in a big area, you could just go to a, like a little office or something and be like, hey, I cracked my screen. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, 60 bucks, uh, 15 minutes. And then they'll fucking slap a new one on there and it works great. So you're yeah. not you're not beholden to the Apple store. Now the new Apple battery is cheaper probably than what your local guy'll do it for. And sometimes they'll just they'll come over and do it or you know, meet you somewhere. I so. did it, but like it was frustrating. I got there the first time and they're like, Oh, we don't have batteries in stock. So then I had to come a second time and give them my phone for three hours. But that's when I saw Ladybird. I just I go. was like, Okay, yeah. I got three hours to kill, I'm gonna yeah. go to the movies. Knock it out. Um and the Apple store is a little you know, there's no line, there's no queue up. So you're like, hey, just give. I hate when they're like, yeah, just go over to the table over there. Yeah. And then you like and give someone your name. You. Right. And then you're like, am I, have I been skipped? Like, am I in the queue? Is it, does yeah. someone else's problem? Do they have an appointment? Were they here first? Like, it's very confusing. I like yeah. to know, I like to just stand in line. Right. That guy just, that guy came after me. I, li- I like to know that there's a specific order. Yeah, I like to size up the group around me and figure out who goes when, who's up next. And uh, it's, you know, the Apple right. store. It's not my favorite. And malls, mall Free parking, you know, all that. 
Oh wait, there's another voicemail. And this is from this is from friend of the show. Oh. Mark the Nomad. Let's see what he has to say. Hello. This is your uh, good buddy, Mark the Nomad. Now hold on, Ed. Are we sure yeah. Mark the Nomad is our good buddy? Because I recall you having some sort of beef with Mark the Nomad. <laughs> no, he's, he is definitely our buddy. Something to do. You Although, although mm. didn't something come up recently on Twitter where... Yeah, he was. Oh, he, he was talking about. He was attacking me. Offensive coordinator. Oh no, he wasn't. But he, he he was doing some like offensive coordinator hires, and I saw that, and I was like, I'm not gonna unfollow him because it led to all that drama. And he yeah. does he does post delightful stuff, but he really wants us to get in on this University of Michigan behind the scenes stuff. Well, the thing is, it'd be cool if like he had the Mark the Nomad Michigan feed, and then just right. his regular personality because yeah. he is a funny guy but like i don't give a fuck about their offensive coordinator he's funny he gets pulled and it's, the, it's the ex florida coach who was fucking the shark mackle mackle wayne the yeah. real red guy yeah yeah he looks like the jimmy john founder yeah he looks like mr jimmy john um yeah i just, i like mark the nomad i've never had an issue with him uh, he's been on the show. He's a friend of the show. He'll be back. He was on a delight again. on the show. No, he's great. When I was away, yeah, yeah. But he gets a little heavy on the. He gets a little heavy on the Michigan area, the Detroit Lions. Right. Yeah, Matthew Stafford, I'm, elite. Yeah, is he elite? You know, it's, are we going to make the playoffs? So there's something with Ohio State, Michigan. Where was it a first down or was it a touchdown? And I think that was like years ago. And it keeps being relived. I think. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's it's a lot. He's getting some. He's get yes. He is our friend, but, but we just I think he's balls for like three because minutes. he's got a niche, a niche. You want to have a niche or a niche, either. Yeah. Because yeah. that is how you get popular. And I think he's pretty popular because he's in that niche. Oh, niche. Yeah, I'm sure he's more popular than me on Twitter. Oh, me too. I've never tweeted about the offensive coordinator. Me either. I don't know any offensive coordinators or coaches or anything. But let's see what Mark has to say. We digress. I know it's been a while since I've left you a voicemail. Um, but listening to uh, an episode a couple weeks ago, I remember you doing Super Bowl coverage and mentioning that uh, people always thank God when they do something special in a sporting event. And Nick Foles went hard for God as soon as as soon as oh, they all did the coaches. Yeah, was I, I wasn't expecting that. Doug Peterson went hard for the Lord. Yeah, big time. And so did uh, Frank Reich, the assistant, the oh, offensive coordinator. I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Buffalo. Apparently, Buffalo God Bills. wanted to make yeah. that comeback with the Bills. Yeah. Well, yeah. God. God Former Terp. Boston. I think that's pretty obvious. Mm. I can tell that's you. That's fair. Uh, as someone who is a uh, certified Christ follower, who believes in God, uh, he doesn't give a fuck about sports. I've been asking that fucking guy for help yeah. with the Michigan-Ohio State game for like the last 15 years, and uh, I really don't think he gives a fuck about sports. I- I'm convinced, or, you know, he, he just likes them more than, than me. But uh, I-, I think he's got, you know, if he's up there, he's got bigger fish to fry than, you know, some fucking random football game. Yeah. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Okay. Thanks yeah, for that, Mark. It- there's no way. I mean, I again, I don't care about Michigan, but I sure as hell know if God had a say in 
in sporting events, he would not be supporting Urban Meyer. Yeah, Irving Myers. Is it now Irving Myers? Is he? Is he a Mormon? Because he's got. He, yeah, well, I know he he was. He's got that Utah. It and was his first big and, gig. And his name's Urban. He's got the name Urban. Right. Yeah. So I just feel like there's a, that's not a coincidence that your name. He Urban. seems like a real turd too. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. He was a real enabler down there at Florida. But also that, um, who's the guy at Michigan? Jim, right. Jim Harbaugh. He's insane. He's Harbaugh. nuts. And uh, he drinks milk and steak. Yeah, and he wears the same pair he of dockers. steak with milk. Yeah, that's wrong. He's insane. He wears the same pair. He has multiple but pairs I of would the same say, dockers. As much as, as much as he like needles people, like I kind of like his dickishness. Same here. More so than Urban Meyer, who's like, you can't question him. Like he's he's real fake. He's you know so serious. Like those guys are are worse. No, I agree with you. Agree. Nobody, no, no way. God would be pulling for Urban Meyer. No, no, way. no. I don't know. He just has better players. That's all there is to it. The yeah. o, the Ohio State. Some of the murder. The Ohio State. I got a real argument with somebody that used to that comes on the show, and he was really pissing me off on on uh, on text the other day. It was Travis Rogers. And he's a real piece of shit. He was like trying to tell me that recruiting is like, oh, because Chip Kelly's coming to come into UCLA. And I'm to like, UCLA. Yeah. And yep. I go, I go, well, that's gonna, that'll help because Chip Kelly, he, the way he's able to win is that he gets the recruits that not necess- that everyone's not necessarily looking at. They're not necessarily the blue chip guys because he plays a different style. He's got sp- the right system guys. He right. knows his system. That's, that's what he was trying to do that in the pros, and it doesn't work the same way. Yeah, and I'm like, it's, he plays more of a speed game, so he doesn't need the huge guys up front. He, right. You know, he, he right, LaMichael James. Got right, he, he needs more speed. And, and I'm like, and that'll help because all the – all the good players locally always <laughs> always go to USC. And he's like, well, it's recruiting is you could just recruit from anywhere is basically what he was saying. And I'm like, yeah, you can, but the good players for the most part typically stay close to home. It's a regional thing. You recruit regionally. And right. he was trying, he was trying to announce that oh, that's not how it is anymore. And I'm like, you know, you know that what I'm saying is true. You're oh, just being fucking obstinate. Anyway. When you see like University of Miami rise and fall, like when they have particularly good, it's because they were able to keep the hometown talent right. home rather right. than let, letting them go to FSU or something. Like, and, yeah, and Alabama and Georgia are good because they got that pipeline out of Florida. They get the southern players stay around there. It's you know occasionally right. a guy will go across the country, but it's not the norm. That's all I was saying. Fuck him. He did now. Okay, let's we got we got a lot to do now. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it. Ballers. Oh, people like people have been hitting us up for travel information lately. Ballers. I'm headed to San Diego for the first time. Never been to the West Coast, let alone SoCal. Being from Minnesota. Thoughts and prayers. I'm guessing I won't want to go home after a week in Southern California. That's what they say. So what are two or three things I must do or see when I get here? Attractions, restaurants, breweries, etc. 
thanks for your help as always. That's from Chuck, a.k.a. Snowjet SST. Chuck's a good dude. Um, Chuck, San Diego is, if you're into beer, San Diego is like the mecca for beer. There are so many good breweries there. Green Flash, Modern Times, Ballast Point, like all Stone. Stone has an amazing brew pub, but it's way inland. Like it's kind of far out, uh, but it's like, it's basically heaven. They have so many amazing beers. There. So definitely do that. Um, I don't know. Like I'm not a big San Diego guy. The beaches are okay. Like if you're going to go, if you're going to be there in the baseball season, I would say definitely go to Petco Park and go to a game. That's pretty cool. Um, that, I don't know. You, what you, what you want to do is like get, like look at the rents and the home prices and then be like, oh yeah, no, I'll go, I'll go back to Minnesota. Like things aren't so bad. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's another one. Ballers and Kate. Hashtag. Yeah. Current episode. Hashtag every episode. Hashtag Friday facts. That's easy for me to say. My girlfriend brought me this book for Valentine's Day. Does this take the relationship to a new level? Regards, Doug, the Canadian living in Houston. And then he sends along a picture of the of the w- new Wire oral history, which I'm getting pretty oh, excited cool. about. Oh, cool. I downloaded it. I, I haven't read it, but it, I, I got the Kindle. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. I was gonna put it on Brian's summer reading list. That's when I usually put throw the lighter fare because I go through a lot of books in the summer. So I was like, oh, I'll put that one on Brian's summer reading list. And then I saw an excerpt where it said that John C. Riley. Did you? You might have sent me this where it said that John C. Riley yeah. was almost cast as Jimmy McNulty, which would have made it a much different show. I think he would have been great though. He can he play drama. I totally. think he would have been terrific. But Jimmy McNulty was quite a Lothario. Like he was, he, you know, yeah. he was, he was closing bitches on the side. Like he had, he had his issues with alcohol and he, you know, he liked to fuck around. He was married. He was having affairs. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't know about John C. Riley in that aspect, but he's a fantastic actor. I mean, and, and I shouldn't say that cause we know he can fuck because he played Chess Rockwell in Boogie Nights. Of course. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking. He was in. He was in that. Yeah, I mean, he could. He he can. He would just get a different caliber of woman. That's true. That's true. Because because uh, Jimmy McNulty was a good looking dude. Yeah, he's my handsome. my buddy. Um, my buddy sex in London. No, but my buddy in London. Uh, his kid goes to the same school and like is at functions with Jimmy McNulty. Shut up. Because he lives in London, and. I I I kept asking him like, hey, you gotta like try to figure out like work something into conversation. Like you don't want to say something dumb. That's you gotta, impossible. Like, yeah. You got to try to be clever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think he, I think he's a pussy. I don't think yeah. he said anything. Well, it's hard. It's tough. Um, Jimmy McNulty now is he's on some show. It's so bad. It's on Showtime. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, the, the affair. affair. Yes, it's so terrible. And I think there's a new season. I'm hopefully I'm gonna keep that on the DL so someone in my house doesn't find out about it and start watching it. I don't know if, I don't know when it's coming yeah, I've out. Never seen it. It's so bad and he's really dying the hair. Um not it's not the best not the best after wire work for my man Jimmy McNulty even though he's awesome. Okay, here's another one. Gentlemen, long time no talk. You guys are starting to out Oh, you guys are starting out another awesome year by bringing the full hashtag sports show of record to the masses. Keep up the great work. I'd like to get your thoughts about 
a type of person that we all encounter from time to time. With all the issues in the world that take center stage, we need to not let monsters like this continue to stay under the radar. I'm talking about, of course, the it's my policy guy. The issue that came Mm. up for me was a teacher for my kid that wouldn't accept an assignment to be turned in late. It was a big assignment that counts for a huge percent of the semester, and the kid did the work but forgot during class to drop (coughs) it off. So they tried to come back a few minutes later, but this dickhead pulled the it's my policy card and said no, not because of school rules or any state law, just because he wants to wield his junior college English 101 teaching cred to the fullest extent. Slow your fucking roll, Mr. Schneebly. Maybe I should evoke my policy on a Dr. Scholl's enema for this guy with my foot. They create some arbitrary rules to excuse themselves from being an asshole and hide behind their rule. It can be BS rules about giving people a ride or loaning tools or whatever. If you want to be an ass, just say that you're an ass. Not that my request is violating a policy on par with the Monroe Doctrine. Anyway, on another note, I hope you'll find use for this Insta Story theme. Until next time, writes a bill. Uh, I have a story about what writes a bill has brought up. Something that happened to me this weekend. Uh, but he's also sent along a new song. Well, I will just say what he's pointing to is why why old people are not well liked because yeah. they're inflexible. Yeah, you need to be flexible in life. It's true. It's good to have guidelines for life. Like right. it's, I, I there has to be you know some guidelines. Like I can't accept papers late or whatever. But then you look at the scenario. You look at what what led to this. And, like, you just, you got to be flexible. And that's why when people are like, oh, that cranky old person, it's because they're not flexible with things. So nobody should have hard rules for everything. It, uh, uh, Fancy Sauce and I went to the Queens of the Stone Age concert this weekend at the Forum, and we arrived a little late. Okay. And as we walk, we come walking up, and, like, a lot of the ramps where you walk in had closed. And some guy's like, yeah, just go to this one over, over there, and they'll let you in. So we walked around, you know, it's a big arena. So we walk all the way around to one side of the arena. We get there, and the woman's like, oh, no, sorry, we're closing. And I'm like, she's like, you're going to have to go to the other side. And I'm like, well, you're closing or you're closed? And she's like, yeah, sorry. And I'm like, well, you're all still just standing right here. You could just, you still have the metal detector. You can still scan my ticket. You could just let me walk in right now. Uh, no, I can't. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, you're going to have to go. And so I had to walk all the way around to the other side, which basically just Ugh. let me into the place that she wouldn't let me walk in because she, because she didn't feel like it. She did. She didn't, she wanted to be closed yeah. and I was one more person. And if, the, if I was one more person, there could have been one more person after me. And that was the power she had. And she had that power over me and I couldn't do anything about it except walk to the other side. She's a monster. Yeah. It's just like this. Not everything needs to be so fucking set in stone. Like we live in the real world. Let's, let's operate like we live in the real world. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, Let's hear Rights of Bill's new song. Oh, no, hold on. Oh, my God. It was at the end. Here we go. Aerosmith. 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 I could have a shower right before bed. 
Or maybe take an Uber and get some roadhead on my Insta story. Don't be boring on my Instagram. Wow. It's a new theme song for my Insta stories, Ed. For the Insta story discussion of the show. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, almost good enough to inspire me to watch your Insta. Stories. I mean, you never you've you've stuck to it. A lot of people are like, "Oh, I, I quit. I, I tuned out." And I'm like, "No, you didn't. I could see that you watched it. Don't lie. You're into mm-hmm. it." But you, Ed, you are a man of your word. You've never checked out the Insta stories. Uh, let's listen to that song again. I fucking loved it. Yeah. God, what happened to Aerosmith? They were so good back I then. I know, they're amazing. He's making fun of me for night showers and possibly getting blown by my Uber driver. Who's already off to a great start. Yeah, I mean, both of those are true things. Or maybe take an Uber and get some loaded on my Insta story. Don't be boring on my Instagram. And, I mean, come on. Like... This writes a bill's got some pipes. The dude can sing. There's no question. I don't know yeah. what you do for work, Bill, because but I assume because you live in Houston, it's something to do with oil and gas. Because there's no one <laughs> right with oil and or gas. And we know he doesn't work at the junior college because he I, really disparaged that junior college. That's teacher, true. That's so. true. Um, but I mean, you <laughs> you de- you definitely have a talent. I don't. Uh, you also you can be very sassy. Chops. You got you can be very sassy on on, yep. on the online on social media, but when it comes to making these songs, you are the fucking man. You're really good at it. Uh, okay, yeah, so that'll nice definitely. work. We'll get that'll get used quite a bit. Okay, here we go. More email. Easy Ed Daily and the other guy. You guys really don't know <laughs> how to shower, and you forget what you've already washed, and this happens on the regs. <laughs> Okay, this is he's referring back to an Insta story I did discussing the fact that I this was actually an Insta video uh, that because I had but I kind out. of agreed yeah you sometimes I forget this we talked about it here how sometimes we'll just be like catch ourselves in the shower and be like just kind of zoned out yeah what step was I on I forgot it's so forgot. early in the morning yes it's oh, so early evening. in the morning it's, it could be you know it's like nine p.m. a lot of the time so it's late you've had a long day okay listen up. Start at the top of your body and work downward. And as the water flows downward, obviously rinsing is easy. If you can't get simple order of operations correct in the shower, how can you possibly give life coaching? On to more important things. Ed, let's say you're living your magnificent dream of walking into the men's room, three urinals, and you can select any three living men in the world and take a glance at their doms. Mm. Who are they? I think I would line up President Obama, Hugh Jackman, and Chris Hemsworth slash Thor. Oh, and Andre <laughs> the Giant if he was alive. An all-time <laughs> high in the Baller Lifestyle podcast was recording Brian texting with his wife to ask if a friend's friend was a loud comer. Your class. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> that was a that was a highlight. God, God, would, remind me to ask her when she comes on. God bless all those loud comers out there. Keep up the good work, and please more self congratulations <laughs> and backslapping at the end of each episode. That is from Toe Cutter. Okay, uh, and he has got he has brought to us a daily's choice. It's a tough one. These are always hard when you haven't had time to really think about them. So it's, you can always come back yeah, to this. Yeah, I, I mean, his, I, his original suggestion, I, I, I would think Barrio would be, uh, would be a pretty good I bet one to check out. I bet he's got a fantastic dick. I, Beautiful dick. You know who I bet yeah, has I mean, a hideous dick? Bill I Clinton. can't, I can't argue with Andre the Giant if he were alive. But I would say also historical, like the Big Dipper. Go with Wilt the Stilt. Yeah. See what he was packing at his seven two. Well, alive or dead? Because then, then you got to go Abraham well Lincoln. Used. Like if we're if we're if we're taking people from True. the grave, and Jesus. Yeah, but I, but I would say the same thing. I would go with I like I, I like the thought of seeing what a big NBA guy is working with. So like maybe Boogie Cousins. No, just like a big so seven footer, like yeah. a. A thick seven footer. I'm going oh my god, Boogie Cousins. And then I would want a little humor in this exercise, so I'm going to go with the current president. See what what disgusting uh, mess is going on down there, that, that, so I can laugh. That thing just has to be so gross, so so gross, so gross. Tough to find. It'd be really gross. <laughs> uh, okay, Ed. That, that's all the email. Thank you guys for reaching out. Uh, it, Great email this week. Great listeners. All you guys are just amazing. Great voicemail. If you want to, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can do so as well. 949-464-TBLS. And if you would like to leave an email, uh, the email address is mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Great work, guys. Uh, Ed, this was like one of my favorite. I don't I like, I'm kind of over Twitter it's just because it's so political there and I don't, I just can't, I know, look, it's too heavy. Uh, but I saw this. Yeah, I know that, but I mean that, yeah, that tangerine shit heel yeah. wants everything to be about himself. And yeah. so that's the problem now, like sports. So, you know, somebody asked LeBron about the president and he said, the number one job in America is someone um, it, right now is someone who doesn't understand the people and doesn't really give a fuck about the people in America. And so Fox News, Laura, uh, host In Laura Ingraham had a, a segment on her show titled LeBron's R-Rated Politics. And then she went on a rant where she said he didn't graduate high school and he should shut up and dribble. And this is the problem when we're listening to, to people who we didn't elect. And, you know, what would you do? Well, uh, Howie Long's kid, Eagles defensive lineman Chris Long, went on Twitter and he just posted screenshot after screenshot of non-qualified people yeah. talking Kid politics. Yeah. So so tweet 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 one, a screenshot of John Voigt on Fox News talking about why he's supporting Trump and then long caption underneath Anaconda guy. Tweet two, <laughs> a screenshot of Kid Rock weighing in on Obama in the direction of our country. Tweet three, Bobby Knight and it said about the intelligence of Trump. Tweet four, Chuck Norris about the how the Paris Climate Agreement was creating a world government. Tweet five, a screenshot of Ted Nugent opining on Charlottesville. And tweet six, Clint Eastwood appearing on The O'Reilly Factor. 
Brian, why are these Fox News people such snowflakes, to use that term? <laughs> I know, Everybody's so sensitive. He, like, he you dunk, can't criticize. He oh. dunked on her so hard. It was so funny. But also, like, it's, I mean, this was what she set out to do. Like, it's kind of rewarding what she, she was looking to get some attention for herself. And it worked like, like LeBron had to respond to her and, um, you know, Chris Long dunked on her pretty hard and I'm, and I'm sure lots of other people did too. And it's, it's like, I didn't, you know, I've vaguely knew who this woman was. I think she used to have a show here locally. I'm not positive. I, I, I know who she is kind of, and, but most people did had no clue who she was. And now she's like, you know, giving herself some cred amongst the people who she was dog whistling to in the first place. So it's kind of, it's, it kind of makes me happy. And it also kind of bums me out because it doesn't for the people that she was preaching to and anyone who's tuning in to watch her show. Right. What she's saying was blatantly racist. Like that's not, she's, she's saying, she's saying he's a dumb nigger is what she's saying. You didn't finish high school. You can't have an opinion. You're just lucky that you're good at a sport. And that's, that's just pure racism is all is what she was doing. And that, that plays to a certain segment of her audience. And, and for them, it's like not, it's doesn't matter that um, people responded and made her look dumb because she doesn't look dumb to them. It, It just raises her profile, which is kind of a bummer because um, that's what she wanted in the first place. But nothing is better than the caption "Anaconda guy." Yeah, so good, John Voight. So good, John Voight was such a great actor too. Like, it's, a, it's such a bummer. He was, but then he didn't say no to anything for like thirty-five I know, years I know. after Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, Runaway Train. He's he, um, the champ. I mean, I fucking love the champ when I was a kid. Uh, okay, what else is going on, Ed? Get up, champ. Uh, last week, ESPN ran a story about Buffalo Bills linebacker Preston Brown and the improvements he made in the offseason that helped him become the NFL's leading tackler last season. He credits his, Brown credits his improvement to playing 10 pounds lighter thanks to a superior diet and specifically cutting out the Wendy's wraps that sustained him for the first three years of his career. The initial headline of the post was how avoiding Wendy's helped Preston Brown be the NFL's lead tackler. Well, Deadspin looked into uh, the fact that ESPN pulled the headline after being pressured by Wendy's, an EFSPAN advertising partner. Uh, per the Deadspin source, Wendy threatened to pull the sponsorships, which led to a quiet deletion of the social media posts and headline change. Now, Brian, two questions. One, who in their right mind would choose to eat Wendy's right. regularly? It's crazy. And two, is, is Wendy's under the delusion that people actually think their food is healthy? Right. It's crazy. They have wraps? Like... Imagine how disgusting a wrap is at Wendy's. Uh, I know that, like, they want those commercials, they want to make it look so Healthy. beautiful, yeah. like, you know, the, the food. When I see that square burger and it's like glistening, super it's gross. Disgusting. Super gross. I feel like maybe, maybe it's the Olympics or something. I feel like I've seen the same Wendy's commercial several times recently and it looks disgusting. Yeah. Not, not a fan. I actually. I have not been to Wendy's. I can't remember the last time I went to Wendy's. I actually can remember the last time I went to Wendy's because I was like on a business trip it, in North. It must have been Ca- an airport for me. It was. I was in North Carolina, and I checked in the hotel, and it was kind of like in a rural rural area, and it was like ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, "Where can I get something to eat?" And they're like, "Oh, 
everything's closed. And I'm like, what? Everything? Yeah. And they're like, there's a Wendy's down the street. And I'm like, fuck. And I went and got Wendy's and I super regretted it. I was super bummed and I'd been flying all day. And that was like 15 years ago. Uh, I am sort of surprised yeah, that this doesn't even, sound like a good time that it even got into the headline though. Like this is what, like this, that's the world we live in. They're very aware of who spends money on their network and that, that kind of stuff, just having a brand name at all. I think they would just err on the side of caution and just not have it in the headline or even in the story. Right. Uh, that doesn't, that sort of surprises me. Uh, okay. Oh, this but is- do you think a headline like that would change anyone's opinion no. on on Wendy's? It's not like somebody's like, oh, wait a second, I shouldn't be eating Wendy's. Right. Like, I thought, of wait, course, I thought this shit was good for me. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> Those greasy commercials, like, what? Nobody's confused by that. Whatever happened to that guy? Remember, they uh, had like kind of a like a, a hottish Dave Thomas. They had like just more recently though. Um, they had, they tried, oh, yeah. they like used the, the actual Wendy and they're like, mm, no. Yeah. Like not kind of really. bumming everyone out. Yeah. Kind of low TVQ there. Like, and then, so more recently, like in the last couple of years, they had sort of like a hottish, like bookish, redheaded. Like schoolgirlish. Yeah. Spokeswoman. Like I liked her. More of her. That might get me into a yeah. Wendy's. Or into Wendy's. Yeah, more of her, less of pictures of your food. Yeah. Because it uh, looks disgusting. Agreed. Um, Ed, some guy skied from New York to Sacramento? <laughs> yeah. So on February 7th, Constantinos, and then his his nickname in parentheses, Danny. Constantinos <laughs> Danny Philippides was reported missing <laughs> no, after Greek, he disappeared a from a ski name. trip. Yeah, Danny. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why not Connie or Tino, but like Tino, Danny. Yeah. Um, uh, he disappeared from a ski trip to Whiteface Mountain in upstate New York. Oddly, his car was still in the parking lot, and all his belongings were intact at the ski lodge. Uh, so they were chasing after him, and nobody could find him. Then, on Tuesday, he turned up in Sacramento wearing the same clothes he wore when he <laughs> went missing, a credit card and $1,000 cash. And no memory of what happened. Shut he up. said he thought he had sustained a head injury of some sort and then made his way across the country in a big rig before being dropped off by a McDonald's near a tall building Monday oh night. Oh, my God. They now, need, Brian. They need to check this guy's asshole. What's a worse fate? What's a worse fate? Having a massive head injury or ending up in Sacramento on a vacation? <laughs> well... I mean, imagine what happened in between, Ed. This fucking guy got roofied by a long haul trucker. Like, he, what was he doing on a mountain? <laughs> the trucker went up in the mountain. I don't, I don't know how he got from the mountain to the truck. But there's nothing good can happen when you're catching a ride. When you're, when you're, he's like the the mountain yeah, equivalent that Kurt of Russell a lot movie where he got. You remember that Kurt Russell movie where uh, his wife got like kidnapped by truckers? Sort of, like, yeah. It was yeah. pretty good. Was his, was his wife Jennifer Garner? Yeah. She's like 30 I think years his younger. His wife than was him. that Kathleen Quinlan. I think oh that was. Oh my God. You I think so that's her knowledge. name. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if they're ever going to find out what happened to this guy. And I'll be honest, I don't think he wants to know. I oh, th- no. Certainly not. Because. 
I mean, yeah, he'll be like, I don't know. I must have fallen awkwardly because I feel like I impaled my ass with a ski pole. I don't know what it is, but it's some, something doesn't feel right back there. <laughs> if I ever go, if I ever go missing, I'm showing up at like the the nearest truck stop, and I'm just gonna say, "Large Marge sent me." At least get some comedy out of your uh, your disappearance. Yeah, uh, Ed, we've talked about it before. The cruise eventualities. Uh, mm-hmm. The of course, first and foremost is. Unknown illness. So these are all things that are guaranteed. One of these things is guaranteed to happen to you if you go on a cruise. Um, unknown illness. Known illness. Murder by spouse. Murder by stranger. <coughs> right. Um, rogue wave. Murdered offshore. I feel like there's right. six. Forgotten one? Well, there's forced dinner with the captain. Right. Nobody wants to eat with the captain. Oh, oh, oh. The, these, those are just ancillary. They, like That happens in addition to one of the other things. Um, the captain, there's a good chance the captain's going to crash into in, into a reef while he waves to his, while he, while his girlfriend waves to her family <laughs> on the land. <laughs> um, but it's always, it can be a little more sketchy when you get an unsavory group of, of people aboard the cruise. Say, for instance, people from a prison colony that's also a continent. A cruise in Australia. Mm descended into a bloodbath Friday when a wild brawl erupted after someone stepped on another passenger's flip-flop. Wait, isn't isn't that a Jimmy Buffett lyric? Dramatic video obtained by Australian radio station 3AW shows a group throwing punches, kicking, and grappling on the floor of the Carnival Legend cruise ship while others scream wildly and attempt to hold back the aggressors. Eventually, security guards stepped in, even kicking at two combatants in an attempt to separate them. One security guard is shown trying to hit the cell phone of the passenger who was filming. Yeah, they don't want, they don't want that on the, on the internet. Uh, Ed, is this the like other two percent of cruises? Is this how they end? Like ninety eight percent are going to end. One getting way. rolled by Australian families. Yes. Getting, uh, getting the shit you know, kicked out of you by all Just these. recently, just recently, cruise a cruise uh, found its way into my life. Um, oh no, Michelle and her sister. We're like planning something, oh, no. and my feelings on cruises have yeah. been well established. So yeah. Michelle is like, "Hey, in July, I'm taking the kids on a cruise, and you have a week to yourself. So oh, nice. not only do I not have to go on the cruise, but I get it to myself. I'm thinking of just going on vacation by myself somewhere. I might go to New Orleans by myself. <laughs> it's major way. Yeah, but the problem is you you're gonna go to New Orleans and then you're gonna a week later you're you're gonna end up in Modesto. You end up in Sacramento. Yeah, and you're gonna be like, How did I get here? I was in New Orleans. That's true. Yeah, I went to Pat O'Brien's, had a hurricane, and here I am here in I Sacramento. Am. Uh Ed, this is this is an unfortunate turn. Um some guy is running for 
Senate, I think. Is this, um, yeah. Some guy in. What state? New York, I think. No. Hold on. Let's figure I could get the details. Oh, this is Wisconsin. Battleground state, Ed. Scani. Just months after Republican Kevin Nicholson. I wonder if Kylan Scani's got some inside info on this. I haven't heard from him in a while. Just months after Republican Kevin Nicholson announced his bid to unseat incumbent Democratic Senator Tammy Baldwin in 2018, his own parents donated the legal maximum to her primary campaign. <laughs> Nicholson announced last July that he would seek the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate in Wisconsin. A federal election commission filing by Baldwin's campaign dated February 5th and available online, shows that each of Nicholson's parents, Donna and Michael, donated $2,700 to Baldwin in December 2017. FEC rules stipulate that those donations are the maximum Nicholson's parents can donate to Baldwin during the primary election. They can donate up to that amount again, assuming she makes it to the general over their own son. Uh, Ed. Oh, man. Is this better or worse than my childhood of uh, no family members ever attending my Little League games? <laughs> well, that could be that could be jarring, too. Um, but to, to actively and... It's not like, oh, they just, you know, they, they met somebody they liked and just gave them a little money. Like, they specifically went the maximum possible for each person. Like, that is a, as out of the, like, over the top fuck you as possible. Yes. Uh, yes. They must hate he must, this kid. And so what he is must it? must be a real piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, really. You know how, like, you think, like, oh, I'm a disappointment of my parents? Like, when they are spending the maximum allowable dollars to defeat you. I mean, parents, it's one thing to not be super supportive and not go to the little league game. It's another thing. If your parents were sponsoring every team you played, so they would beat you. Yeah. It's that's like, <laughs> that's like, instead of being absent, they're, they're on the other, they're in the other team's bleachers with a pennant, like go Orioles. Yeah, cheering. And I'm on the signs. A's. They're like, they're like rooting <laughs> yeah. on the pitcher. Like my, my mom's like made like made brownies for the other team. Like that's right. She's handing out wem- uh, orange wedges to the other team. Yes, like like yeah. I don't. I mean, he must have really fucked up. Yeah, she goes. She goes out to the mound and she's like, "Look, Brian can't hit that shit in on his hands. Like break break him off yeah. inside. He can't turn on that. Uh, yeah. And if you hit him, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a huge um, puss. I read, uh, I read somewhere when it was like, you know, when you're first learning about that guy, Stephen Miller, apparently his parents are like hardcore Democrats. Oh, yeah. He's from Santa Monica. Stephen Miller. Yeah. How did that well, happen? That can't, they can't be very proud parents either. It's one thing to raise somebody with, a, with you know, differing political viewpoints. Different politics. Yeah. But they raised a white nationalist. Yeah, they, they raised one of the all-time pieces of shit. Also, who paid for those hair plugs? Like, he was still pretty... He was just a Senate staffer. I think those hair plugs can be, like, 25 grand. Especially, he he had a yeah, lot of location sites 
punched in there. Like I feel like yeah. he would he would get like the Red maximum maximum charge for whatever hair plugs are going for. Anybody in the in the audience with hair plugs, let us know what that what that kind of procedure runs. I'd like to know. Somebody that we know on the show was offered a hair plug endorsement and he turned it down. He just said, really not. He's like, I can go there and say that I like, I saw what you do and I'll like, I'll do the commercials, but I'm not going to do the procedure. And the hair plug people were like super bummed out at him. They're like, why what's wrong? What's What's the big deal? Like, how, we're offering you free <laughs> hair plugs. Like, you like Erlacher. Yeah, you're like you don't have to pay for these hair plugs. How could you possibly be turning this down? Uh, okay, now nah, we're good. It is time. Joining us now is everybody's favorite. She used to be the Bachelor correspondent, but she does so much more for this program. Both. Yeah, in in front of and behind the scenes, she is our rock. She is our island. She brings us all the information we need on the celebrity world, what's going on in the world of pop culture. We wouldn't know that if it weren't for her. Of course, I'm talking about everybody's favorite, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey guys. Hey, Kate. Ooh, hey. I got some feedback. Oh, that's a little hot, Ooh. huh? Yeah. Hey. Hey. How's it going? It's going really well. How are you? I'm not bad. Oh, that is out. There's a lot of gushing at the beginning of my segment. Yeah. Are I you in just, trouble? No, I gush for you. <laughs> I gush for you on sounds, the Sounds sounds like just a couple of kids crazy in love. Yeah. <laughs> so happy to have you here. I was telling the story about when we got turned away at the Queens of the Stone Age concert where I Bought you a beautiful bootleg T-shirt from. I uh, can't believe I let you purchase that from, from a young money. gentleman in the parking lot. <laughs> um, okay, let's do a quick email, a couple of emails here, and then we will get into the pop mm-hmm. culture segment. Let's do it. Hello, eBuds. Would you have sex with Donald Trump for ten million dollars? Of course you would. I guess the real question is, what's the minimum price you would accept to have sex with Donald Trump-ish? Ed Daly? Is there a hmm. price you could put on that? Hmm? And what's, Not I need more details. much less than $10 million. Oh, you would do it I for mean, less than $10 million, huh? Yeah. What do you have to do? No, I can't imagine. Like, do you have to? Yeah, you, I mean, if, if I'm just ski polling and I'm, I, Yeah. Yeah, see, like, I think it's going to have to be $10 million because it needs to be, like, retire on the spot kind of money. Change your identity. All the things. So the problem yeah, is you... That's a, that's a real bummer. The problem is you'll always have it. There's not enough meditation in the world, and there's not enough drugs and alcohol to make that thought go away. I wouldn't do it for any amount of money. Who's paying you anyway? I don't know, someone... Better not be Donald Trump. Robert Redford. Well, he doesn't pay for anything. That's what I'm saying. That's right. You, you want, you'll get stiffed on the bill, too. Yeah. Kay McManus, you are a woman. He would have, he would, it's a much more natural type of sex that Donald Trump would be having with you, I assume. I mean, you're going to upset some people by saying that. I assume you would be lying on your back on the bed, missionary position, and he would lay his large. I would absolutely. Not 
flat absolutely not face him on top of you mm-hmm. and he would be breathing very heavily <gasps> no i mean I, now you're just making no up there's no way that like, guy has the terms i can i imagine that his dick he's 70 something years old he's in terrible health he, he looks like shit he's um i'd probably do it for a million probably has bad circulation <laughs> and is that it, bad it would only be like half hard yeah, it would it would have to be like um, life changing money. Yeah, millions like mil- not enough. It, it's no, enough. No, 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 no. How how much? That's did, what I'm saying. It's it's got to be would like benefit from this. With you don't want a million dollars? Yeah, but a million dollars doesn't even buy a house. Like it, that's. I mean, it might. It no. It's got to be ten. Yeah, it's got to be at least. You 10. can buy a house for under. Are we paying dollars. taxes on this ish? I'm not doing it for any amount of money. I can't do it. Um, what? I have bad. I can't block out things. I'm very impressionable. Uh, what did Demi Moore get to fuck Robert Redford, who's beautiful? A million. A million. A million. That's I think it? it was a million. That was in the 90s, I'm though. I'm going to Google that. Because that was, you know, if you're going to pimp somebody Poor out, Woody. pimp them out to Robert Redford. What? I mean, she still loved him. And then she left him at mid-movie, I oh, think. She did? That was peak Demi Moore. I mean, I think the premise was like then they they actually started. Yeah, it was like one million dollars. She left Woody. Oh, really? I never saw the movie. Even I, I was well, like, Donald, if you're listening, yeah, um, ten million. We could do an indecent proposal and bring type cash. thing for a million. No, not a million. What's wrong? All with right, you? with a little inflation. A lot of inflation. It's got to be. You've, you get, you got to see the cash because that guy doesn't yeah, pay. His he bills. doesn't pay. You got to get whoever pays to bring actual uh, cash. Also, then I'd have to commit suicide. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, me as your heir, your only living heir, <laughs> I would have to live comfortably for the rest of my life. And $10 million is the least amount I would take for that. Okay, here's another one. Dear Brian. Oh, this is only for me. Don't don't answer. Um, you, I don't know if you've noticed... Kate, but you're, you keep getting texts over there. And when you get a text on your phone, it makes a noise. Have you noticed that? Because I have. Sorry. As have the listeners. It's my stepson who loves oh, me very much. What? And we text. He doesn't text me. <laughs> Dear Brian, please help. I only get on Instagram to view your riveting Insta stories and see other things you may post. And also maybe to look at Emily Ratajkowski. Well, that's the two reasons I go on there as well. I also follow Fancy just in case she posts something relevant to the program. Problem is, I don't know much about Instagram. So when I click on your story, it inevitably goes into Fancy's Insta story and I don't know how to stop it. I feel weird because I often replay your stories because I usually miss some of your whispering (laughs) Which means I am also replaying fancy stories and knowing she can see who views and how many times I guess she probably views me as a stalker. How do I stop this from can happening? I, can I translate this? Thanks for your help and please apologize also. to Fancy for me. That's from that's from Keith in Indiana. Keith. Hashtag team current. Hashtag team morning showers. Sounds like when Keith I work has out. been. Keith. Just hashtag team oh eats God. berries with fingers. This is so hot. You're going to make me deaf. Oh, your your headphones? A lot of feedback. Keith, let me assure you that I never check to see, A, who looked at my stories or how many times. I do. 
It, it doesn't tell you how many times. I, I don't. So, so it just, if you look at it once. Don't worry about it. You could look at my stories, you know, 25 times. Yeah. Like you're doing. Sounds like. And it's all good. I love that there's someone <laughs> yeah. that only follows you, me, and Emily Ratajkowski. All I right. mean, that's beautiful. That's oh, the Keith? best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, Ed Daly, what are your thoughts on this, on Keith in Indiana's beautiful email, touching email? Well, it sounds like Keith has been vigorously masturbating to Kate, and he just didn't want to seem weird about it, so he came up with this whole concocted story. Kate, Kate doesn't do sexy posts, so he's she's unless he's maybe he just does it to her voice or her the idea of her. Maybe he's masturbating. Is he the to one me. who has her, who wants her to read like the Constitution or something? He's no, that's uh, Toby. We still got to do that, and it's the and it's the Declaration of Independence. Keith, watch away. I, I like that you admit that you watch, unlike others who pretend that they don't, and then I just go and look and see that they have watched. Okay, here's another one. I need a sip of water. Sorry, Ed. A little long. Fancy. Oh, hold on, guys. This appears. I can, I can see this from a mile away. It appears to be... Oh, I don't have the music for it. <laughs> hold on. I'm not letting this one go. It appears, guys, that we have a can conundrum. Yeah, I can't Woo! Can, can conundrum for you, I forgot this one. This is one of my favorite Rights of Bill tunes right here. <laughs> Woo! Can conundrum. Okay, this is, guys, if you don't know this game, this is where Fancy is cruising along and she runs into two beautiful women who may be disrobing. She only has a brief moment to check out one of their beautiful sets of breasts. She has to make a decision. She has a can conundrum. Fancy is taking one of her weekly space cruises, hotboxing her vehicle while tooling around the streets of L.A., not being able to see through the haze, she inadvertently takes a wrong turn into posh Bel Air. Getting her bearings straight, she pulls into a private residence where the gates were mistakenly left open and pulls up to the mansion. She hears a murmur coming from the back pool of glasses, laughing, splashing, and a strong Brooklyn accent. Peering through the hedges, she sees A-listers Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Lopez sitting by the pool in nothing but robes, laughing liberal, liberally, pouring tall glasses of Pinot Grigio and playfully touching each other while jokingly discussing how they are this generation's Elizabeth Taylor and Zsa Zsa Gabor. I'm totally into this. Suddenly the laughing stops and the mood becomes a bit more sensual. Fancy, fancy overhears the two agreeing they should give up men and try a little something more fun. Slowly staring into each other's eyes, both women begin to disrobe and unexpectedly Kate hears a vehicle pulling up and must make a split decision, split second decision. I mean, Jesus, how many paragraphs is this? Yeah, I love this. And decide, I'm totally in the moment here, and decide one of the superstars bare body to view. Whose non-committal cans will Fancy pick? Ah, uh, this is the ultimate Sophie's choice. It's the two hottest chicks. J-Lo. Oh my God, I would probably go with J-Lo too. She's got a little, little more rack going on. 
a little more happening I'm there. I'm not really that interested in what Jennifer Aniston looks like naked. I be, um, yeah. I mean, Jennifer Aniston, she's really pretty. She's more, she has an attractive vibe. I mean, she's hot. But this Jennifer Lopez, juicy ass, like thick, nice titties, like tan. I bet she looks so good. I'd pick I her too. Fine. Jennifer Aniston, sexy. Oh my God! You're, you know what? I had a, I had this argument on Twitter the other day with she's this attra- with this Peach Lipsky she's here. She's attractive. She's banging. These guys are calling her a cold fish. No, dead fish. I just don't find her like super sexy. She, that's no, all. She knows how to fuck, right? Uh, okay. She smokes weed. Let's ask Justin. Vodka. Um, Ed Daly, any thoughts? Ed? Uh, no, I kind of lost it oh through God. that long story. I was way into that. I uh, love that. I don't know. Aniston I, either, or Lopez. I, I, both. I don't, I don't, both I don't either. I, I'm going to, I, I don't know. I mean, I like them both. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Ed, you like, you like, pick one. You, it's, I, yeah. Either, neither. Okay. I like them both. I've seen, it's a hard I've choice. seen Aniston close. So I, I would say Lopez just because I've never seen her in person. Right. But, uh, I don't think you can go wrong. I, I definitely find both very attractive. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that. Uh, Kay McManus. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Well, while we're on the topic of Jennifer Aniston. Yes. You might've heard that she and husband of a couple years, Justin Thoreau, Mm -hmm. another one of Brian's favorites. Wears a lot of fedoras. Are going their separate ways. Yeah. I don't know if I'm shocked by this or not shocked or. I notice he walks his dog a lot. I just felt like she would have made like a good choice after Brad and everything she went through being publicly humiliated. Yeah. The affair with Angelina and like that must have sucked to like be blindsided and see your husband on a beach with his mistress. Wicked witch. She seems like no fun. Uh, Fuck that shit. So I thought like if she was going to tie the knot with somebody, she would have really vetted this person. Me too. And really like been really sure. Hey, relationships end. You know, they were together seven and a half years. Doesn't like L.A. He only does. likes New York. Oh, is a real fucking bitch about it. Yeah. Wanted to spend time in New York all the time. And even when she had to be in LA, so he was with her, he'd be a bitch about it. She didn't like, she liked New York, but she didn't like being there because there was too much paparazzi. She wants to live a low pro life. Yeah, and he likes to, he likes those pictures taken of him, which is why he's always so dressed up when he walks his dog. It sounds like they're very different people. Fuck Justin. And- Team Jen. You should know that before you get married. That's right. So, I agree. Um, Jen, what are you doing, were girlfriend? Were they married? They were, oh, well, there's some question That's about right. that, whether or not they were legally married. I was going to look that up, and then I got didn't, sidetracked. Didn't, um, wasn't there ceremony there was like no evidence by Ellen? Well, it was, a bir- it was like a birthday party that or was, was like- Jimmy Kimmel? Maybe one of them. I think Kimmel went on their honeymoon with them, along with Jason Bateman and his family yeah. to Bora Bora. Oh. I think what happened was they were having a birthday party and it turned into an impromptu. Right. So whoever was that. ordained. They're like, at- they're like, everybody come over. So I th- I don't think it was planned. But mm. anyway, um, he just is into different yeah, shit. Yeah, he's a bag. Uh, Ed Daly, any she, thoughts? So what are she's your thoughts back on, on the, the loose yeah. and so is former husband B-Pit. Oh no, he's such a sad sack. His, his <laughs> star has faded. She's got way too much going on Who? for him. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. 
Who's his sad sack? Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't see how he's his star is faded. Um, he just seems like. A, but he, either way, yeah. yeah. I mean, what seven years? Like, yeah, some enough. of these, it's especially enough. celebrity couples, like yeah. that's that's a pretty. Jen long will time. be fine. Yeah, it should be fine. He will inevitably um, hook up with someone quite a bit younger. Jennifer is my guess. Lawrence. Really? That's who know. you're thinking? I'm just guessing. That's the first name that came to mind. Well, Natalie Portman. Speaking of Jennifer Lawrence, oh. you actually, Brian Beckner, shockingly sent me this story about J-Law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, she likes to get naked. She has this movie coming out, which I want to see, Red Sparrow. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer, Ed? Looks pretty good. Yeah, she talks with a Russian accent. With yeah. Joel Edgerton. <laughs> it's If it comes out in February, that's usually when all the studios put out their worst movies. So, buyer beware. Continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she, apparently she wasn't shy about burying her body while shooting this um, spy thriller. Mm. Mm. Um, and people were like, she needs to cover up oh. because she's like, I'm eating. Who was saying that? Nude. Well, I don't want to watch anybody eat naked. <laughs> Ed, what are, um, you, what are your thoughts? I don't like watching people eat at all. Brian I don't was, like watching anyone eat. Brian was trying but, to explain to me some like But old- yeah, stay naked. Yes. Oh yeah, be naked. Porn movie where the guy like opens a yeah, pizza, big, big sausage pizza. His dong. And Ed, do you remember big oh, sausage sure. pizza? And he he would deliver. Uh, I've seen I've seen the pizza scenario for uh, and, a like, time or two. Honestly, yeah, but this was a very specific. I haven't seen that one. This is a very specific honestly, take on it. Fucking gross! I don't want your dick he, anywhere near my would, food. And it's. If that is not proof that men have no idea what turns women on, or that porn is really just made for men, did he cut a hole in the a, box? Yeah, he that, cut a he cut a hole right. in the box like I do with the popcorn at the movies. So gross. Did the old popcorn trick? Yeah. Keep yeah. your that's sure. my move. Dong. I invented that away from. You know my how I invented food. the word chillax? I also invented <laughs> cutting the hole in the popcorn. But it does kind of get like those little the little. I shells. prefer the Nick the Dick move from Bachelor Party. Put it in the hot dog bun. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's <laughs> the best. Yes. Classic movie, Adrian's a med. R.I.P. Uh, what what else is going While on? While we're on the topic, or we were of um, celebrity divorce, we've got another, another one, one this week. Oh Rebecca Rebecca. Oh, Gay- Rebecca Gayhart, the Noxzema girl. <laughs> Rebecca Gayhart is uh, filing divorce from oh, so Eric hot. Dane She's of Tony Marchette. Gray's Anatomy. Oh, she, she was briefly on nine hundred two one zero. Is that what is that what you're talking about? Ed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she was Tony Marchette. Her dad was mob boss Tony Marchette. That's and right. She had the same. That was a good Wait, storyline. A dad named his daughter after himself. Yeah, and then a hit was called, and she was murdered. She I was. I remember on, that on their wedding day. That was a good storyline. Is line. this like when? Yeah, poor Dylan McKay was yeah. was was holding her heartbroken in his arms. Yeah. Oh, horrible. <laughs> Such terrible news. Well, I don't. I don't know. I, occasionally, I'll see this Rebecca Gayhart or Rebecca. McSteamy or whatever her last name is, Dane, I'll see her comment on somebody I follow's um, Instagram, like Selma Blair or one of the other Hollywood broads I follow, and I'll click on her page, and she's 100% of the time on vacation in a bikini with her family. So I don't know, like, maybe that maybe that life just got old. Well, it says here that last May, um, Eric Dane took time yeah. off from filming his new show, TNT's The Last Ship, to deal with his battle with depression. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. So I'm surprised these two made it because the first time I knew they were married was when those videos came out of them having a threesome <laughs> and smoking crack 
with those like, videos were so yes, good. Did she murder someone too? No, she. She murdered. She accidentally she, killed a kid in the uh, crosswalk. Oh, that was really awful. That was sad. That was really sad. Uh, really fucked up. And his, and his family. Those um, threesome crack jacuzzi video was really good. Dude, those were insane. I'm like, these people. I mean, who among us hasn't had crack in a jacuzzi? <laughs> oh, good. But when I when when I saw I those love videos, people, they bounce back from that. When I saw those videos, I wasn't thinking, oh, these people are going to be married for 15 years at least. <laughs> like, I was like, he was on Grey's Anatomy, so yes. they're so rich. Yeah, they stack some chips for sure. Uh, he's he's yeah. going to have to share that money with her now, though. That's right. Well, and, unless she's unless she's got a lot of that Noxzema money left over. I don't reckon she's got Noxzema money. No, but uh, that could have been good money. That you mean, money. It's not, not like anatomy. No. Come on. Okay. What else? Um, Black Panther. Huge. Oh, I talked about huge this earlier. Opening. I talked about this. I'm. I'm I can't. I can't. Two hundred million it. dollar three day opening. I'm happy that there's a black superhero. Fifth I'm sure it's biggest badass. opening ever. You just sound racist now. No. Like, you sound like I don't want to see it because it's full no, of black No, I don't want to see it because it's a superhero movie and I I've hate been tricked. Su- I hate superhero movies. Yeah, you don't want to see it either. I hate superhero movies. I don't yes. want to see the white people ones. Worst. I don't want to see the black people. Uh, don't, I don't want to see any of them. If somebody tells you one is funny, you Fuck really off. don't want to see that. Well, you fell I, for I, it. I and I was, like, rolling my eyes. Yes, like hard eye roll. <laughs> but I'm used to that. Uh, Ed Daly, your thoughts, Black Panther? Will you be seeing it, yes or no? I'll see it because I see like ten movies a month these days. Wow. Okay. Ed, are you on? Movie are you pass. on Movie Pass? Movie yeah, Pass is the shit. No, he was on Movie Pass well before we were. Yeah. Movie Pass is the shit. I'm into it. Uh, okay. What else? It's the best. Kate McManus. Uh, well, I just learned that um, Charles in Charge actress Nicole Eggert had accused Scott uh, Bayo of molesting her yeah, was like when three she was weeks fourteen. Ago. Wow. He has another accuser Nicole now. Nicole Eggert was so fucking hot. Ed Daly, did you oh, yeah. did you ever masturbate? Yeah, I, that was. I probably masturbated to her more than Lisa Turtle on. Uh, yeah, on uh, Saved by the Bell. She was so hot. Oh, like Eggert was the number yeah. one. She was well, number one for me, of course. Alyssa Milano. Uh, no, wasn't there another one on Charles in Charge? Didn't he have yeah, two but girlfriends? But she wasn't the hot one. I think she grew up to be hot. Nicole, she was. She was the nerd. Yeah, she, she was the nerd sister at the time. Yeah, I think Nicole Eggert I'm actually turned out to be thinking a of somebody else. Big then. mess later in life. Oh, maybe it was the um, what's the crazy Jesus guy now? Uh, uh, Kurt Cameron. Kurt oh, Cameron's Ames. girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, Willie Ames. She was really pretty. Julie McCullough. Well, he got her fired because she was too sexy. She was in Playboy. And he's like, I can't be on a show was he with like, somebody who's in Playboy. Was he really Jesus into the Jesus then? Yeah. The he's Jesus. Like, Jesus is not cool with Playboy, so you're fucking fired. And we're going to bring in some other chick who I'm going to end up getting married to in real life. Oh my god. 100%. Um so anyway, um actor Alexander Polinsky, who was also on Charles in Charge. Hated this kid. Ed Daly, your thoughts on Alexander Polinsky? Yeah, he was he was he was the annoying kid that was taking screen time away from Nicole Egg. Worst. He was the okay, worst. Okay, so he's hired um high profile lawyer Lisa Bloom to represent has. him um with his accusations against um Scott, Scotty Bayo. Yeah. So here's this, I'll set the scene. Polinsky claims he was subjected to an ongoing pattern of abuse and bullying, which began after he walked backstage one day and saw Eggert, then 14, sitting in Bayo's lap. 
Thinking they were joking around, Polinsky, 12 at the time, says he jumped into Bayo's lap too, at which point the actor shoved him off, called him a faggot. Shut up. From there, the taunts are bullying and bullying allegedly became routine with Bayo calling him homophobic slurs, throwing a cup of hot tea in his face, and pulling his pants down in front of the crew. What? Um, So I guess this went on and on, and he... um, Talked a lot of shit to him. Said he'd never be loved by a woman because he was so effeminate. Is he gay? Um, which brought on depression. Not that it matters. Doesn't say if he's gay or not. Um, anyway, he says he's not looking. I'll tell you for, what. Looking at that picture, he says he's not seeking financial no, compensation, but he wants a public apology. Oh, good luck. So, so at fr- um, at and Bayo, he hired a high-profile lawyer to get an apology. Right. Um, through a rep, Bayo has denied all of Polinsky's alleg- allegations, as well as those leveled by Nicole Eggert, yeah. um, and has accused Polinsky of making inconsistent statements and questioned his and Eggert's motives and called their campaign a media witch hunt. <sighs> blah, 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 I, blah, blah. I feel bad for Nicole Eggert because she was on Charles in Charge, but ever since then, it looks like carbs are in charge. Babe, that's so mean. She's not looking her best, no. but yeah, she's uh, she's gotten. You know what? Yeah, she. she her happiness. She hasn't skipped important. the catering table. No, she's got a. Let's go to she my. Can get it back. She can get it back. She was so hot when she was fourteen. Let's go to my favorite story of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, when she was fourteen, I was twelve, so I can say that. Yeah. Another story, Kate. Okay. So let's wrap it up. We've been going for ages here. Come on. Okay. So Taylor Swift um, had that song. She had that big hit off her last album, Shake It Off. Shake It Off. Right. (laughs) Um, And then the dudes that wrote. Written by Max Martin. uh, Yeah. She co-wrote it with Max Martin and Shellback. Two big oh, players. Shellback, just one name. <laughs> Two That's big players, and that means and that means Pop she didn't music. actually write it. She just not. got her name attached. This, right? Ma- this Max Martin writes everything. Um, some songwriters: Sean Hall and Nathan Butler, whose How song many? "Play Is Gone Play" that was um, performed by the group Three LW, Three Little Women. Don't know if you remember nope. them. I sure do. I don't. Um, basically, the lawsuit says yeah. that Taylor Swift ripped off their lyrics, and a judge. <laughs> viciously dismantled the value and artistic credibility of Taylor Swift's lyrics in a takedown. That was pretty epic. Um, let me just scroll. Oh, to what, what do you said. have to say? He's like, your lyrics are the shit. Taylor, they're all about getting banged by John Mayer. Okay. So he said, not only is the concept not creative and banal, the lyrics themselves lack the modicum of originality and creativity required for copyright protection. <laughs> <laughs> he concluded that they are too brief, unoriginal, uncreative to warrant protection under the Copyright Act. Sick burn, buddy. Um, so, yeah. There wow. you go. Wow. Big loss Any for her. Di- I could not love this more. Any diss on her. Um, she sucks. Her career's over. Her career's over, and I'm happy about that. Her career's over. Yeah. She's the worst. Did you guys cruise over because of that judge? No, just in general. Did you guys talk about the um Russian Olympic curler? Who's No, he was on roids. On roids. No. Tested yeah. positive. Yeah. Not doing a lot for Russia trying to I, rehab I, I, their I enjoy a little curling. Oh, what's that, Ed? Image. Ed Daly. I, 
I enjoy watching a little curling, but like I enjoy watching an inning of it. It goes yeah. on forever. Yeah, what's the deal? It's long. Can you, Ed, can you explain to me that Russia, the country, is banned, but athletes from Russia are allowed to compete? And then if they win a yeah, medal, well, the points think, like, don't go the to ones go that anywhere. Could prove they weren't cheating, right? Right. The ones that could prove they weren't cheating, they felt like they shouldn't get uh, punished, but they won't have their anthem if they win right. because the country shouldn't be rewarded because for in, systematic doping. In fifth world places like Russia and China and mm-hmm. um, other places like that, it's like a huge deal if you win. Yeah. Medals. Yeah. And like, we we're cool here and we're like, oh yeah, we want some medals. Who gives a fuck? But there it's like everything. It's like the front page of the fucking it really newspaper. Is. Yeah. It's like you get a military There's all parade. these like athletics camps yeah. with like toddlers yeah. in them. They test your grip. Olympic farms. They come check you. They come to your house and they're like, let's see that grip. Oh, yep. you're going to be a gymnast. You got a strong True. ass grip. I really want to see that um, documentary about Russian doping. Icarus. Yeah. I want to watch that. Okay. Um, it's on, Netflix. on our trip this week. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, excellent job all the way around. Ed Daly, anything to add? I got nothing except for, you know, we we really did a great job tonight. We the audio quality uh, coming through my headphones was terrible tonight, but we still... You seem like you have a bit of a delay, There's, too. It seems like you're a reporter on... Um, on out in the field and you got to wait a second for the satellite to link up, but don't worry, I'll fix that in post. Just kidding. Wow. Um, but yeah, we did do a great job. You know, it's not <laughs> easy doing these things across the fucking country. That's true. Uh-huh. You know, it's you're on one. We play side. hurt. Yeah. We play high. Yeah. We do what we have to That's do. That's right. We do all those things. Um, Kate McManus. Yes. You're on to Thanks something for, else. Thank you for having me, oh, both so of you. Nice to have you. Thanks for listening to my news it's, stories. Everything's better when you're around. I mean, well, I know that's true, but yes. I feel like you're being sarcastic. No, <laughs> never. No, so, for congratulations. Great cap to the show. Yeah, I'm tearing it up. I destroyed once again my Insta stories. I've done some Insta stories. About the about this episode, I also did one. It's it's gone now because they only stay there a day. But I did one last night about the steak I made. The uh, Ed, you would love that because you love food posts. I grilled I grilled a tomahawk ribeye. Yeah, it's really a big like it was massive. I don't, I don't remember how much it weighed, but it was big, fancy sauce, and I split it. it was, I, yeah. I built dr- grilled a huge tomahawk ribeye, but I did it dirty. Where I put the meat onto the actual coals. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. No, I'm not. Because that's what I did. What do you think about that? Mm. You, are you bummed? Sorry, I missed that post. Are you bummed you didn't see it? Yeah, I am. What about the really one? What about paired the, nicely with my dinner. What about the one last week when I went to Whole Foods and I took you through each item that I placed in the salad I made for lunch? Would you have liked that? Mm-hmm. Would you have been interested in that? <laughs> that sounds even better. Yeah, it was. Man, I am really missing out. I, I got to change my habits. <laughs> He's really good. Uh, hopefully you can tune in soon. I'll be, I'll be checking. I'll be reading the receipts as I always do. Uh, so for- I'm going to start reading mine now. For it daily. Yeah, that Keith. Keith. I don't know who <laughs> Keith is, but I'm going to look for him too. I'm kidding. Uh, so for Ed daily, who's having a hard time hearing us, but he's still hanging in there and I appreciate that. For- Kate McManus, who really brought her A and C cup 
game tonight. Oh, good one. You like that? More like a D. And for me, <laughs> Brian Beckner, the host, the guy who loves you. This has been episode 208 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. And we will see you next week. Thank you.